When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now! (laughs) Hi, friends. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. It is so nice outside. so freaking nice. And this weekend was so nice. It was. In fact, we're going to talk about our weekend coming up in just a sec here on After 9. Welcome, everyone, to a new edition. If you're here for the missed connections, maybe you heard on the radio today. Oh, they're also in the podcast. Yeah. End of every Monday after 9, you can hear missed connections. So if that's the only reason you're here... Fast forward to the end. Or suck it up and listen to us for a little bit. Or shit, what else have you got going on? <laughs> like, fuck, it's 20 minutes. Just relax. Um, all right, so let's get to it. It was the weekend, and I did something this weekend for the first time in ages. Not only did I go out, I went bar hopping on the weekend. Bar Okay, so did you set out to go bar hopping? I mean, Or did it just happen? Ish. My girlfriend ended up with no plans because hers fell through. And I uh, was actually kind of looking forward to a nice quiet night at home because she was going out with her girlfriends. But since we both ended up home and with nothing to do, we said, you know what? Let's act like sociable adults and let's go mingle (laughs) with other people. So instead of paying like $2 a drink or something, you said, screw it. Let's pay $13 a drink. Okay. Well, don't even get me started (laughs) on the drink prices, Kat, because a lot's changed. Oh, isn't it insane? Holy shit. Yeah. Post-COVID, it went higher. $11.50. Some places were charging for a pint of beer. And and the owner was there and I overheard him explaining to another customer that they're really not making much money. They're making less money at eleven fifty a pint than they were a couple of years ago, charging six fifty a pint. But when beer prices were a lot lower, wow! The only beer you can get easily and cheap right now is Bud Light, <laughs> and I wasn't about <laughs> to do that for, either. That's for sure. <laughs> Didn't need that kind My of judgment. Goodness. So anyway, listen, it's uh, it's not very often that I do go out and do that, but I mean, I basically grew up in nightclubs. I used to go out three, four, five, six times a week. Yeah. So it was a little different to go out this way. I was downtown Burlington checking out some of the nightlife on the waterfront. That's beautiful there. It is lit. Yeah. Holy cow, cat. There were so many people, like thousands of them just wandering around the streets. And at first, couldn't get parking anywhere. So my first stop was at a bar that has its own parking lot. And if you're drinking there, you can use their parking lot. Ah, you pulled that move. That's okay, though. You were still a customer. I was a customer. Yeah, that's fine. So I went in there, or sorry, we went in there, and we had a couple of drinks, tried the wings. They were fantastic, but nope, nope, we're not going to be bound to one place. We got to keep going. So was it you, by the way, just to rewind for a sec, that went, all right, let's get dressed in your finest gown. We're going bar hopping. Was it your idea or was it all her that was like, we should probably go be social? Um, or was it like just date night? We need to do something different. Switch it up a little bit. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know when or why it changed, but I really dislike going out now. In fact, when she said, Hey, we're free tonight. Why don't we go out? My first instinct was that sounds fucking terrible. Absolutely not. I don't want to go anywhere. But then I thought, no, you know what? We should go out. We should be social and mingle with other people. And I'm glad we did because 
I'd say average crowd was maybe 25 plus. It was a real good, good. vibe. And yeah. everywhere was hopping. So we left the one bar. And I'm doing my best to be on my best behavior here. So I, I had a cup. I did a little pre-drink just because it's cheaper that way. And it takes me a little more than her to, to get where we need to be. So I did a little pre-drink and, and I was feeling good. And we decided, let's walk somewhere else. So we're walking along the water and boom. Oh, here's a nice little Greek restaurant. Nice bar in there. Let's go in. And we went from place to place to place. And Kat, it felt good to go out and do that again. Yeah. People don't go out enough anymore. I'm one of them. Yeah. And now I'm probably going to do it a little more often. It is nice to do that. And I think date nights with your partner are especially important because we do get used to it. And it's fine to stay in and do your thing there for sure. Most nights. I think we all agree. Nobody has the money to go out every single night. But it is nice to, because for us, like with kids, right, it got it was harder, especially during the pandemic. What are we going to do, right? So we could never have a date night. We did stuff at home. But now we actually have like regular babysitting so we can do that. We like to do the bar thing too. We call it loiting. That we'll go loiting. And it's fun. And sometimes we'll hop. What is loiting? You know why it's Lloyd? Uh, the Shining. You recall the scene where Jack Nicholson's character approaches the bar? Mm-hmm. Hey, Lloyd. So we really like that bar. We really like that movie. So we just call it loiting. Interesting. Bar hopping. So you did some loiting yourself. I did a little bit of loiting. It's when you get to know the bartender too. You just call them Lloyd, even though their name's like not Lloyd. It could even be a female. It's like, my name's Janet. Like, no, you're Lloyd tonight. That's (laughs) who you are. That's what we like to do. We play a little game like that. But it's a lot of fun and it's fun to get out and do something different. I'm proud of you for that. You should do it more often. Thank you. And I think I will. Two observations. Number one, if I ever get out of the broadcasting business, I'm going to open up an ice cream shop downtown in the summer months because holy cow, cat! the longest lineup I encountered on Saturday night was for ice cream. A lot of the places that have these ice cream shops, um, and I'm not talking about like Dairy Queen, okay? Because that, that's cool. You got hot eats, cool treats. You got both. But those ice cream shops... They'll make so much bank in like that three to four month. I'd even say cause September's hot as hell too these days. So you you make so much bank in those four months. You literally can shut down the rest of the year and you make good profit. I don't blame you for thinking that way. I thought about that too. There's a place by my house that pops up and it's just a few months a year. A few months a year, you can go get some ice cream. There's lineups out the door every day on like a Tuesday. And your lineups. You could go to McDonald's and get soft serve for 99 sure, cents. Instead, fine. I waited half an hour yeah. to spend six bucks a scoop and it was it's worth not, it. Yeah, it's not the same as going to those like, especially those mom and pop shop, like ice cream spots. They're always in like a cool place with like picnic tables and stuff. It's just like a vibe. It's a vibe. I don't blame you. We should invest in one of those. Maybe we could do that. You know what? I don't. We don't have time to start our own, but if you want an investor, you can talk to us. Talk to us. Yes. Yeah, we'll or, chat with or you. Or just a great endorsement. Or an endorser. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, uh, the other thing that I experienced, and I hadn't seen this in person in a long time, sitting at my table, and all of a sudden I heard swearing, and I thought, it's kind of a nice place for swearing to be that prominent. So I turned and looked, didn't see anything. Then I heard it again. I turned and looked. The guy, like a table behind me, was losing his shit on the bartender because the bartender was wearing a mask. Oh, who cares? Do you get involved? Because I seriously thought, you know what? I should step in and say something here because that guy has every right to wear a mask as much as I have every Mm -hmm. right to not wear a mask. Everybody has to do themselves. And as it turns out, I found out afterwards, it's because his girlfriend is immunocompromised. So he voluntarily wears a mask when he's at work to try and keep his girlfriend safe. Fine. Not a COVID thing. It's just a general, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure she doesn't get sick. 
this guy was a real prick about it. Wow. It's like, why are you wearing a mask? Take your mask off. I want to see your face. And like, just getting really oh chirpy. Oh my gosh. So it finally, like a loser. A waitress came over and said, hey, listen, we're asking you to leave. Please go. So the guy downed his glass of wine and walked out without paying the bill. <gasps> Shut prick. up. Yep. Wow. And I actually felt bad because all the staff were standing around saying, do we go get him? What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. Like this $40 bottle or a $50 bottle of wine. It's going to come off of our check. Blah, blah, blah. I hope that management did not charge that guy for it. And and the people who are still chastising others because they chose to wear a mask, fuck off. Enough's enough. You do you. And if you don't want people to question you about not wearing a mask the next time a pandemic comes around, then don't make a big deal of the people that do wear them when there isn't a pandemic. Don't understand. And don't give me, don't give that excuse guy. If that's what he's yelling about, like, I want to see your face. No, you just want to cause a scene and you want to try to claim that you knew everything. And you want to talk about it being a pandemic and all the other shit. It's like, don't just leave the guy alone. The guy was just wanting to wear a mask to, to help someone. That's what I always assume too. So if I see someone with a mask, I don't need to know their business. I'm going to assume that they're trying to keep somebody safe or themselves safe. And that's what you want to do. Do it. Oh, hell. I still see people driving alone wearing a mask. And I'm thinking that is just (laughs) as asinine as it is. I think whatever. It's none of my business. Uh, And I just move on. Yeah, exactly. And some people drive people around. Like there's a lot of Uber drivers who will still do it. And that's fine. Well, this guy was getting really particularly mean. And I was just about to do it. I was I had my hands on the table ready to pivot and turn around and I was going to unload on this guy. And then that calm feeling, girlfriend's Mm -hmm. hand on my hand. Shh, don't say anything. So I didn't. Meaning the guy beside me, he got to do it. He started getting angry and I'm like, shit, you stole my moment, woman. I wanted that one. I wanted to be that hero. I wanted to be the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I highly recommend uh, Downtown Burlington on a Saturday night in the summertime is great. Mm -hmm. I was at Martini House and Nisi and uh, a a few other places. It was great. Is that near where the um, Emma's back porch is no longer there, right? (laughs) Unfortunately not. Is it, did something take its place? Uh, not yet. I believe a condo okay. building is going to. So oh. if you want that, if you want that Hamilton mm. Burlington vibe on the water, it's back to Barangas. Okay. Barangas on the beach is still a great spot. I'll call out Oakville is some really nice spots. I went to the Marina restaurant there. That's not what it's called. And I'm sorry, I forget the name. If you live there, you know, but it's, it's a gorgeous spot and a really good restaurant. All right. Let's talk about what happened to you this weekend. Oh, do we have Butterfingers? to? Do we have to? So I, okay, so I get a call from my husband and I'm on like pickup duty for kids and stuff like that as, as I am every day. And then he's like, I don't really have time to stop. You think you could pick up a couple bottles of wine? Cause we might have people over and I don't think we have enough. So I said, sure. So I was kind of, I'll admit I was kind of in a hurry because I was like in the middle of, I picked up one kid and I never bring my kids to the LCBO. Not cause I don't think you should or anything. I just personally don't want to have to watch them and, and be like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Even though my kids are pretty good. But I was like, whatever, I, I, I'll bring my little one in. This is my four-year-old, so I bring her in with me to the LCBO, and it's going to be a quick trip. I'm going in, I'm grabbing a couple bottles, I'm getting out. So I did that, I went in, and she's good, and she's not touching anything at all. And then I go to pick up a bottle, and I look at it, and I'm like, mm, nah, I don't know. And I put, it back on the t- <laughs> I put it back on the shelf, and I turn around, and all of a sudden, I hear the noise. The fucking bottle fell off the shelf. I thought I put it on properly. Clearly, I didn't. It falls, and I mean it smashed to pieces. <laughs> Wine everywhere. And I looked up, and I'm like, hopefully nobody's watching me. Not only 
was everybody watching me. The reason why everybody was watching me is, you know how sometimes, you know how sometimes at the lick bow, everybody forms a line and it's down an aisle? Like that's just how it goes. It's going to be down an aisle. I was in the aisle. That the line formed in. Amazing. So there was literally every single person's head. There was like six or seven people. This was Friday. Six or seven people that turned around and looked behind them at me. And a couple of them gave that look like, oh, that's embarrassing. And it was embarrassing. And then it was also that weird moment where I'm like, I didn't want to move. There was glass everywhere. So I was also worried about my kid. I was wearing flip flops. So I was like, I'm going to definitely slice my foot here. Like I said, there was glass everywhere. And I'm holding up my hand like I'm directing traffic because some guy's trying to walk toward, like, to go in line. So I'm like, hang on. (laughs) I've got to get someone to help. And I was, like, frozen because I couldn't move. My kid was on one side. This guy was on the other. and, And the wine glass was, like, underneath me. It splashed up too so it splashed up my skirt oh for god's sake my underwear smelled like wine and everything oh your husband probably loved it (laughs) so i'm this new i'm sitting there directing traffic my low panties ooh no i'm sitting there like directing traffic basically the lcbo and then a guy came along he was quick i gotta say like it's like they hear those sounds and they're like it's like like someone calling from like like when the bell goes off at the fire station or that look alive oh I hear the sound of someone who's not paying attention at the LCBO. So he comes over with like his smock on and his name tag. This guy's got to be like 20, 22 max. And he turns the corner and he looks down the aisle and he sees me standing there holding up the line. And he's like, okay, all right, step back. And he like directs me off the glass basically. So I was safe. They ended up forming the line in the other aisle. And then I had a choice to make. This happened right away, Scott, right when I came in. Do I keep shopping here? Do I say, nope, never coming back again? I'm shocked you didn't bail. Like, oh shit, I'm getting out of here. Well, I uh, first thing I did was I said, I'm so sorry, I can pay for this. Even though I know the rules at the LCBO, they will never make you pay for it. If, if you could knock over an entire shelf of stuff and they won't make you pay for it. So he said, no. And he made me feel better, actually. He's like, this is like my third one today. Don't worry about it. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I'm not alone. And in that moment, I was alone. I was the only person that knocked something over. So I thought, you know what I'll do? Here's my strategy. You tell me if this was the right one. I'll linger at the LCBO longer than I was going to because my thought was this line will clear and everyone new to come into the LCBO won't know that I'm the one that did that. So that's what I did. I lingered. You at the- waited it out. <laughs> waited it out. I went to the very back of the LCBO and I waited and I waited and I thought, I'll come around the corner here, grab a couple bottles, look down at that mess being cleaned up and go, now who did that? (laughs) And buy my shit and get out. And that's basically what I did. How mortifying was it? Like when the bottle broke and you realized what happened and you realized you did it. Did you instinctively look to see if people were looking at you? Do you look down? Are you looking to make sure that there's no glass in your foot? What happens? I right away was embarrassed because I'm like, oh, no. How many people heard that? And then I noticed how many people. And I'm not going to lie to you. One moment. Just a quick second in time. Don't judge me. I thought, do I blame this on the kid? (laughs) Do I say she grabbed it? Oh, that would have been convenient. How it would have been. And I could, I never, like I said, I never take my kids in. It's a built-in excuse though, but it was totally me. She didn't need to be here for it. I would have done it with or without her, but do I blame her? I didn't. I wasn't that person. She thought I might go to jail though. Cause she's got this weird thing right now with like bad guys in jail. Oh. She's like, mommy go to jail. I'm like, no, I'm not going to jail yet. 
<laughs> they don't even know about all the bad shit I've done. They don't know. This is not illegal. Uh, yeah. So anyway, apologies to the staff at the LTBO who clearly deal with this way more than I even imagined. And then the people who made me, I put it on my Facebook because I thought, you know what? Some people might need to laugh or might, might need to feel better about themselves. And it's amazing how many people this happens to all the time. Some, someone, one person actually privately messaged me for a good reason, claimed that it happened to them like five times. Like at a certain point, you got to be banned from the LCBO if you keep knocking shit over, man. Well, you can't do that so many times. This is the thing. I'm wondering how often are we replacing bottles that just Butterfingers broke? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know what else happens a lot, too? Uh, one girl said she she made the mistake of putting it in like the in the baby carrier part of the cart. You know, you get the carts. Yeah. She put a well the wine there. Like that was a, probably a pretty stupid thing to do, but it just slipped right through and smashed her feet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you again to the people who made me feel a little bit better. But you know what the most comments I got was too, aside from the people laughing at me and trying to make me feel better, a lot of people thought it was karma for not giving you your bottle of wine. <gasps> oh, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, a lot of a lot of comments on that. Well, you didn't give Scott his bottle. That's what the that's what happens. <laughs> I it's literally I, I love that the audience is in right? on that. <laughs> it's literally the first time that's ever happened to me and what are the odds it happened right after we had that discussion? That's uh I mean, I feel for you because I would have been mortified. I, I don't know what I would have done. I also don't know the protocol. Like when you drop a bottle, maybe you take away the LCBO altogether. Let's say you're at the grocery store yeah. and you drop a, a jar of relish or something. Yes. And they're going to come along and clean it up. Do you have to stand there while the person cleans it up? Yeah. Or do you just walk away and leave them to do it? Well, like I mean, both of them seem wrong. In that case, because a grocery store is so big, I wondered the same thing because some people commented, uh, one person knocked over a hot sauce, for example, and smashed a hot sauce bottle. Grocery employees aren't always around. So do you, if no one's in the aisle, do you just like walk to find help and hope nobody touches it? Do you like maybe place a bunch of cans around it or something? <laughs> So no one steps on it. I feel like that's probably what I would do. No, then you're just making a bigger mess. Well, maybe, but it's like, I don't want someone to step on glass. Like that's a dangerous thing. But we've all been there before. We've walked down a grocery aisle, right? And we've seen shit spill. And you wonder, did someone tell anyone about this? Or did they just leave it for someone else to do? Like I would always tell someone, whether it's eggs on the ground or if I did it, I'm saying it. Even if I didn't and I saw it, like someone did this, I'll try to to flag someone down, but it's much harder at like a big box store or grocery store. I would just kick it under the shelf. Are you serious? <laughs> you just fucking, <laughs> hopefully nobody sees it. Once I had a, a whole thing of like, I don't know if it's limes or lemons or something unravel and go underneath, Ooh. you know, the shelves, like there's a little space underneath. Yeah. It just went right under there. And I thought, fuck, like that, <laughs> what do I do? Shit. That's a problem like, for somebody. Are they even going to be able to reach that? <laughs> and also it's like, it's like the nether, man. It goes under there and then nothing comes out or back. Like you're just like, it's just like the, uh, the abyss. Like, I don't even know. Like there's probably a ton of shit under the grocery store shelves that just rolls under there. The people that work at grocery stores aren't fucking cleaning that up. No. If you can't see it, they're not cleaning it. No. How many people did break some relish and shit and just tucked it under and it's sitting there molding for days? Inevitably, someday that grocery store will cease operations and they're going to have to pull all of the shelving out and they're going to find a ton of shit that's like decades old. Like arrows pointing in certain directions from the COVID days. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, a sign. Keep six feet apart. A relic from 21. Um, do you want to take a shot at gardening? I know I asked you this on the radio oh, yeah. this morning. I don't, Here's uh, the scenario. Okay. I, I, I have, have a couple more questions because I couldn't ask you so many questions on the radio. 
I love growing food. I, I started it during the pandemic, love my garden, and my current backyard doesn't really have a whole ton of gardening space because most of the gardens are decorative. So I'm gardening in pots this year. And the problem is I start all of my seeds in, in April. Most of them go in in April. And then come this time of year, around May 2-4 weekend, then I pot them outside mm-hmm. and they grow as they grow. So I got some real good-looking tomato plants going. The problem is I don't have room for them, and I got to give them away. So I thought, or compost them. And I thought, I'm going to ask Kat if she wants them because they're started. They're like almost a foot tall. They're going to start growing big tomatoes on them in the next six, seven weeks. Maybe she'll want them because they're basically impossible to kill at this size. You would have to be very, very neglectful to kill one of these tomatoes. And I thought, maybe this is perfect for Kat. And then I thought, I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't want to put the pressure on you in case shit does go sideways. If anyone can kill it, it'll be me. You know that. Yeah. Okay, so take me through this here for a second. You show me a photo and they're in pots. Like you said, they're potted. Can I keep them in the pots? Yeah. So can they be elevated? I'm saying this because I don't want to put it on my lawn or in my garden as is because like Leo, my dog will come along and pee on everything. So I'm not having a pee on my tomato plants. Mm-hmm. Can I put it like I have like a kitchen bar, outdoor kitchen bar. Can yes. I place it on that? You could certainly put it on that. Absolutely. Leo can't get up there or his no. penis isn't that long. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Okay. So maybe I would take it actually. Does now, it get sunshine? It gets a ton of sun. Well, then you're laughing. Do you have a hose out there that you, you could water it every day? How off every day? I mean, if you miss a day, it's not the end of the world, Uh but you should water it more days than you don't. Do I need to like put a stick in there? Like I see some people doing like a stick thing and then they tie the plant up. Do I need to do anything with it or will it just grow tomatoes and that's it? You know the stick thing, right? I I (laughs) believe you mean a tomato fish. Isn't that what it's called? (laughs) A stick thing? So it it grows quite tall. It'll grow like four, five, six feet even. And it's going to have branches coming off of it with tomatoes everywhere. So, So that the whole fucking thing doesn't fall over. You would probably want to put a stick thingy in it to hold it up so that the tomatoes don't fall off. Or just a simple little cage. It's like a buck ninety nine at Canadian Tire. You put it in okay. and then the tomatoes grow up. I'll and, do the cage. You could do a cage. And then it'll stay in the pot though. I don't have to like repot anything or I mean I would recommend you repot it, but you certainly oh, don't see, need to. I'm gonna kill it then. Well, am I gonna kill it if I don't repot it or no, something? Or the no. tomato's gonna be all wonky and shit. Well, I mean, they'll still be tasty. They just might be a little smaller than they would have oh. otherwise. And when are we expecting these tomatoes to be like full, plump, juicy, ripe, ready to go? 40 days. You'll be eating so many tomatoes you won't know what to do with it. Okay. Each plant gives you like a couple dozen tomatoes. I wonder if I can convince my next door neighbor to watch them for me. Or if I just took, I should just do this. I should just do this. Once and for all, we'll all figure out together whether or not I can do it. Isn't this a great thing for you and your daughters to take on? Wouldn't you oh, like yeah. for them to know more than mom does? My kids wanted a vegetable garden. They asked for yes. one. My, my oldest wants a vegetable garden. She's wondering, because in her class, they even garden. She's like, mom, why don't we have one of those vegetable gardens? Why can't we do that? I'm like, well... Do you know me? <laughs> You'll learn in time, You'll learn. kids. You'll learn. But I do. I wanted to actually get one of those elevated gardens. That was my initial thought. But Those are but great. They, they are cool. But uh, you have to get them quite big in order to grow all the things I want to do. Because I would do cucumbers and zucchinis, tomatoes as well. Those are like the top three probably. And then maybe other things, peppers and things. Uh-huh. But, I can give you all those if you want them. Really? Got, what, do you want some spice? Do you want some mint, some cilantro? See, do, do you ha- want any of that? I have that. I've got the cheater garden for that indoor one. Ah. I've got the indoor garden. So I have mint leaves because I like mint leaves in my drinks and stuff like that. Like just, just a nice little 
added touch, a little lemon water with some mint leaves. And then I've got cilantro as well. I got some mid-level THC plants if you'd like some See, of those, yeah, I too. know you got, you do some different gardening, too. I grow a lot of shit. I like it. It's good for you. Okay, so to answer your question, yes. Are you bringing these to work? I'll bring them to work tomorrow. Okay. How much? Okay. All right. I'll put a blanket down. Oh, okay, we'll it's figure it out. It's not going to be that dirty. You're really? Good. You're good. Okay. Trust me. I all you see have how, to do see is... See how many questions... See how much fear is in me? Did you hear all the fear coming out? I hear it. And to be honest, I, I share your concern. <laughs> However... <laughs> You should. I'm going to let this happen anyway, because the alternative is just let them die in the composter. I'm at least giving them a fighting chance at this point. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, last but certainly not least, before we get to the replay of Missed Connections, I was, I, I, I think Kat and I are pretty good at reading the room. We can read a story and think, okay, I think people are going to hate this. I think people are going to yeah. like this. And we were way off today. It was a story in the news about a man who admits on Reddit that he is not a nudist, but he certainly enjoys the freedom and the free feeling of being naked. Mm -hmm. He had a nice secluded place. He had an east-facing bedroom, so and he intentionally didn't put up blinds or anything like that because when the sun comes up, he likes to be woken up that way with a nice shot of vitamin D and just the, the light coming in. Vitamin D on the D. Exactly. Well, fast forward, somebody bought the land across from his house. Uh-oh. They've now built a house. They're now living in the house. He has neighbors. And he says, I was here first. So I'm going to change my routine around a little, i.e. I won't be naked outside anymore like I could when I had no neighbors. But in my house, I'm not changing shit. If I want to walk around naked, I'm going to walk around naked. If I want to sleep naked, I'm going to sleep naked. And I don't care what the neighbors think. The neighbors think it's bullshit. They're quite angry. In fact, the dad went over to this guy's house and, Hey there, sir. Just want to let you know we can see you naked and we'd appreciate it if you'd cover up. He has kids. The guy said, mm, I don't know. He basically blew him off. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out something. Let me get back to you. Blah, blah, blah. That sort of thing. Just blew him off. And he's not any more clothed now than he used to be. He basically ignored the guy. Mm. So the police are going to have to get involved at this point. The guy knows it's just a matter of time before the neighbor calls the cops. And he's thinking, my house, I can do whatever I want. He's also using the argument, I was here first. Okay. Now, I thought when we told this story, everyone would agree, you got to cover up. The guy's got kids. He doesn't want to see a naked dude across the street walking around with his pecker out. They don't need to see that. When we put it out there on the radio today, 
We had so many text messages from people defending this guy. Yeah, it's so, and the thing is, we don't know because we can't see what's actually happening. But uh, there were a couple of people that were very certain that this guy's in the wrong. Um, there's kids present, the house across the street, be a decent human being, get curtains, find that two way, whatever the heck that film is that you can put on where you could see out, but they can't see in. Do whatever you have to do, but you don't need little kids to see you naked. Like, be a decent human. There was a lot of those kinds of texts. Like, that's gross. In fact, one person had something similar happen. So to answer any legal questions you may have, this may be an indicator, although, I don't know, speak to a lawyer. We will Next time we speak to a lawyer, we'll have to bring this one up. But he had a trailer, or maybe it was a she, I'm not sure, but they had, the family had a trailer, and next door to their trailer was a guy who was about... 300 pounds that like to walk around naked. And not that it matters. You know what? It doesn't even matter if they're big or small. It doesn't matter. They walk around naked all the time and leave all their lights on inside. So they'd be out by the fire pit having a fire and, and guys sitting by the fridge like scratching his bare ass and they could see everything. So they actually took it up with the trailer park board. I don't even know what you call them. Whatever. Boys. Took it right to, took took it right to the trailer right to the, park, took, boys. Took it right to the trailer. Jesus, Ju- Ricky. Julian said, <laughs> because it's his own, because he's inside his own trailer, he could do whatever he wants, basically, and there was nothing that they could do. They ended up leaving the trailer park because of this guy. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be the yeah. same for House. But the the reason I say we're missing some pieces is because I think, I wonder, because I know some people who like to be naked and like to see pe- people see them naked. Is that the case here? We can't prove it. Like, how do you prove he likes it? And why does he need to have everything open as he walks around naked? If it truly is for him. If he's the reason why he's naked, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just like it, the feeling of it. Then why can't you just shut your curtains and be naked and then do it? Like, be naked, be nude, have fun in your own house. But why do you need to have all your curtains open is my question. Uh, And then we had other people, just to kind of sort through the text here, we had other people saying they don't think it's okay that the neighbor came over and said something because... He should be able to do whatever he wants in his own home, fine. And just because kids are involved, that didn't matter to them. And also, why are why are they peering inside this guy's home? Mm. And I'm not sure that's even the case either. Like I said, there's no way we can even say that one's peering into the other person's house or one's purposely being naked outside the front of the house. But either way, not a good first impression. Uh, no, not at all. I don't think these guys are going to be best friends no. by any means. He certainly won't be borrowing anything out of the shed. However... This guy's making the argument that he's not doing anything differently than he ever did. These people bought some land. They built a house on it. Good for them. But he was here first. And again, he's not doing anything differently. He likes the natural light and things like that. And he feels, is it on me to to close my blinds or is it on them to close their blinds? I think it's on them. If they don't want to see something when they look out their window, they should make an effort to not do it. And a lot of people are going to have a problem with him saying that. Others are going to agree with him. Homes are selling for a million dollars. And there's a lot of people who feel if I pony up that money, nobody's going to tell me what the fuck I can and can't do in my own house. There's a lot of people who feel that way. Uh, Me personally, I see it both ways. I mean, we live in a civilized society with laws that govern all of us. Do I like being told you can't have your lawn looking shaggy and shitty? No, not necessarily. But I like the fact that everybody has to keep their lawn looking nice. That's part of how we keep things looking good. We share some common space and common views, and we have to respect other people. And I might love being nude, but if my nudity is inconvenient to somebody else... Okay, then maybe I've got to make a change. I I see it both ways here, but I tend to think this guy's in a lot of shit if the cops come. 
I, I mean, yeah, unless as long as they can prove that he's doing it on purpose. Well, and he's going to argue he's not doing it on purpose. He's going to yeah. argue he's not doing anything differently than he ever did. Yeah. He's not trying to show off his pecker. He's trying to clean the windows. He says. He says. You yeah, know? Okay. And I, I do agree. Like, I hear the people that are saying, why is that? Why are their neighbors peering? Because I try to think about, I don't know, think about your own day to day. Do you ever take the time to look in your neighbor's window? No, but I do sit on the porch sometimes. And then I might see some then shit going on. Then you might see on. some shit. Yeah, because I don't even, I don't even, I have nobody behind me though. So maybe that makes a difference too. Because if you have no one behind you, but even then out front, if I'm out front, I'm not even looking in people's windows either. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure here. Um, but I think overall, like, come on, if there's kids that are seeing your dick because you're walking around a window in the middle of the night with lights on and they're, I don't know, you know how kids are. Once they know that there's a nude person across the street, they're going to keep looking. Is that really what you want? Ask yourself that. That's pretty fucking gross. Uh, some other commenters suggest, would he really have a problem with it if it was a beautiful woman with large breasts? Right, right. I yeah, don't know, I know if he would or wouldn't. I, I don't know either. That's the thing. And I feel like, like I mentioned from the beginning, there's some stuff missing here that we won't ever know the answer to because one person will tell us one thing, the other will tell us another. Well, it is uh, an interesting case for sure. I do have a feeling the naked guy is going to lose if push comes to shove, yeah. but I'm, I'm interested in the argument. So thank you to everybody who heard that and texted in. You can as well anytime about anything you hear in the pod. 1-833-915-SHOW. Uh, before we go quickly, it is election day in Alberta. Uh. and there are some nasty, out-of-control wildfires that have now started in Nova Scotia that seem like they happened out of nowhere. I saw like, some pictures of that. That's intense. And video. It's intense. Last week, we were talking about forest fires in Alberta, some in B.C. East Coast wasn't even on our radar, and boom, they've got raging fires and mm -hmm. mandatory evacuations. It's crazy how quickly yeah. those start. Let's all remind, and, and, and you never know, they all start differently, right? And some are set, um, some are controlled fires that end up out of control. That's what happened near, I think it was near Banff, one of those fires. It started as a control burn and they got out of control. Well, that, and they somebody fucked up. They done fucked up. But then there's, I mean, it could be any number of things. People setting off fireworks. That can start it. Mm, yeah. People just leaving. People intentionally setting, of course, is one thing. It, it could even be lightning. Like, it, it could happen. Like, you never know what's going to set it off. But it's a scary thing once it starts like that. Because I just feel for those who are who are fighting that fire or attempting to. It sucks. And if you live around those areas, having to, like, the risk of evacuation alone, that's a nervous feeling. I would never want that feeling. I don't know why. And, and I, maybe this is a commentary on Canada. When I heard wildfires in Alberta... I didn't really care that much. It's not that I don't care about that many hectares of trees burning or the, the fact that firefighters are putting themselves in harm's way. I just feel like Alberta's tough. They can handle it. They know what they're doing. They'll ask if they need help. Otherwise, I just assume Alberta, they're used to this. They'll deal with it. Same with BC. They're used to forest fires. They know what to do. I actually felt a little protective of Nova Scotia because I'm like, they're not used to forest fires. What are they going to do? They're organized, though. They've already got water bombers coming in to try and that's put good. out these fires. Well, that's, I mean, that is good. And they, I mean, they could use your help regardless if you're able to. We talked about it last, uh, last time, last, just last week with the other fires. But if you can manage to help, a Canadian Red Cross could always use it. And they'll make sure it goes to the right spots. We will leave you with the replay of Missed Connections from today's Scott and Cat show. You have yourself a fantastic day. And don't drop any wine bottles. Bye. Missed Connections. Missed Connections. On the Scott and Cat Show. And we cue the piano. Oh, oh someone's been practicing. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Missed Connections. This is where we tell you about people looking for other people. Now, it started off as a chance encounter. 
they got away. So you told the story online, hoping the other person would see it. The first one took place at a subway location. As in eat fresh subway? (laughs) Eat fresh, you better believe it. Good marketing. Uh, Man for a woman. It took a lot longer than usual when I got my sub. That was just to spend some extra time with you, sweetheart. I was in there for my usual turkey-ham combo when he smiled at me. You're new there. We got to chatting about the area and your family moving. You enjoyed your work at Subway. I didn't get a chance to ask if you had a husband, but fingers crossed you don't. I took my time going through the toppings. I have to confess, I didn't need you to describe what region the cucumbers were from. (laughs) Are they English or are those the Argentinian ones? Of all the questions you could have asked to stall, that's it? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's only so many toppings and you're trying to buy time. So I'll have some lettuce and I'll get back to you about the rest in just a few. I only eat Ontario cucumbers, so if it's not Ontario, don't. (laughs) I just needed an extra excuse to linger longer. I don't think the man behind me was, t- was too happy with me, but frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. I hope to see you again and again. If it's kismet, you'll see this. From John T. Penny. How old's John? John is an older he, gentleman. He, he writes like he's old. Frankly, my dear, I don't give yeah. a damn. Oh, okay. Well, you've seen some old movies. Good for you. Good. I, uh... Hey, listen, I I am all for you guys picking up. If y'all can pick up in a subway location, if if the the sandwich artists, if we're still calling them that, if if that's what does it for you, great. But we don't need to linger around the toppings and drag this out for everybody else. I'm not trying to pick up anybody. I just want a sandwich and be on my way. Besides the misconnection with their full name. (laughs) Love John T. Penny. John T. Penny. And the the T is very important. Look, and I see, you know, Okay, let's try to be optimistic for Johnny. He's trying to be romantic. He's just going about it the wrong way. Who told him about misconnections is what I want to know. Like this, he seems like an old school guy as he writes this. Why doesn't he just try to go back to the subway and talk to her? Well, this is the thing, right? I, I get the feeling he's nervous. Maybe. Like you read it and then you make the first move. Because my first move was very passive online. <laughs> and it involved cucumber and geography. <laughs> Uh, Good luck, John T. Penny. And whoever knows John T. Penny, please tell us everything you know about him. This next one is Is called... Is it the green golf shirt that they wear? What is it that turned him on so much about this particular subway artist? I don't know. Sometimes sometimes people like a hairnet. Sometimes (laughs) Sometimes they do. It tickles people's fancy, Scott. We are not not here to judge, all right? We're just here to read. Uh, This next one is called your... I'm just picturing this I like happening. it when you're laughing I'm before sorry, you even read it. Because I'm just picturing it happening, and it's hilarious. It's called Your Kid Pants to Me. From what I could tell, uh, yeah, this is a guy. It's looking for a woman. It was a nice sunny day Saturday. I found myself at the park. The water play area was packed. Kids playing, parents chilling. I walked toward the ice cream stand and thought, perfect day for ice cream. <laughs> Well, that's usually why you approach an ice cream stand. Right, right. You don't Did you decide when you... that when you got there? <laughs> it's a terrible day for ice cream. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> anyway, that's when I saw you. <laughs> Pretty lady, black tank top and sunglasses on your head. Well, that narrows it down. 
Wait, <laughs> It's like the uni- black tank top and sunglasses. <laughs> like, that's a girl uniform on a nice day. That's the summertime uniform, isn't it? Uh, we made some friendly chat about the weather and the assortment of flavors they had. It was so hard to choose. I really liked our convo. And then it happened so fast. You motioned for me to order first. I obliged. And right in the middle of my order of half score, half Reese on a waffle cone, I felt the yank of two dirty little hands <laughs> pulling down my pants around my ankles. Oh, no. Oh, why? Oh, why did my boxers have to stick to my shorts? Oh, no. I froze like a deer in headlights as I realized my bare butt was facing you. My John, full out. No. As your kid pointed and laughed. He didn't write John. I got my pants up finally after what felt like about 10 minutes. I'm sure it was quicker. I took off without my ice cream. You screamed, I'm sorry! And told your kid to say sorry too, but the damage was done and my ego was shot and I'd flashed the whole park. I'm assuming you won't want to even reconnect with me, depending if you like what you saw, but I'm here waiting. I just have to stay 100 yards away. (laughs) (laughs) Next next time wear a belt, too, just in case. Nude in the park one time gets you kicked out of the park. Not good. (laughs) Yeah, we got a perv at the ice cream stand. What made the kid want to pants an adult? This is a behavior problem. This This is a problem. (laughs) Total behavior problem. I know we're not supposed to be judgy, but we can't help but be judgy here. Who's walking around and letting their kid pants people? And d- I didn't know kids still did that maneuver. I didn't know that either. I thought either. that was just elementary school kid to elementary school kid. I didn't know this was a kid to adult crime. Maybe though, maybe he didn't like the way this guy was talking to his mom. Oh, maybe. Oh, he pulled like a man of the house, Jonathan Taylor Thomas style. Or maybe he really liked him and said, Ma, look at this. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I don't think the kid wanted mom to move on here. That's what I think happened. They've already broken the ice, though. This is great. You know, in the future, they can go out for ice cream and, and, and retell the story. Like, remember that time when we went for ice cream and you saw my penis? <laughs> remember that? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> in a park? Glad we shipped that kid to boarding school. That was a good move. <laughs> oh, that's great.